0: So, uh, I guess has Megan already kind of given you a rundown of what we're talking about at all? Uh, yeah, a little bit. Okay, cool. Cause that's all we've got. <laughs> that's <laughs> usually how we do things. We just have a topic and we roll with it.
1: Okay. Yeah,
2: mostly like winging it. It's awesome.
1: I'm okay with that.
0: Yeah, good deal. Good all right, deal. so.
2: Tony, it's all you because I'm recording. My gangster killing
0: game on mute or turn it off. All right. Whenever you're ready, Megan. I'm recording. Oh, gee, thanks. (laughs) What's going on, guys? This is To Continue Press Start to introduce myself. I am Antonio. And with me is Megan.
2: And a super special awesome guest.
0: That's right. I wouldn't go that far. I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> okay. Today, we've got Jesse Cox. Um, Megan can definitely take it from here uh, a hell of a lot better than I can. So, <laughs> Megan, would you do the honors?
2: Yes. Je- M- Monsieur, Monsieur Jesse, he's a voice actor, and you probably know him from YouTube. OMFG what? Kata. No, oh, just a little, just a
1: little channel. It's not
2: just a, a little name. thing. I mean, it's only got like what two hundred twenty-seven thousand subscribers.
1: Rowing every day. I'm, I have a thumbs up, but you can't see it, but it's there.
2: <laughs> every
1: day, thumbs up. So
2: yeah, awesome guest here. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that little two-second of awkward silence was great. That's, just, that's I was, I was actually giving a thumbs me, up. So we're good. Yeah. I'm yeah.
2: That's awesome. Oh, wow. So we're actually gonna start with. Since this is going to go up like on Tuesday, we're going to go ahead and just plug King of the Web.
1: Yeah. Oh, thank you. Right away. Uh, we're yeah, just plug that. Uh, kingofweb.com, I think, is the actual website. But uh, we're in first place. It's Comrade Creeper. And all proceeds of winning that go to keeping up the anthrox.eu server, which is where we do our Minecraft stuff. Yeah. Even it's though awesome. if you go to OMFGCata on the YouTubes, we do a whole lot more than that. But that's just one little facet of what we do. So, We're trying to win the money because I am a cheap bastard and don't want to pay out of my own pocket. Is what <laughs> <Woo>! we're doing.
2: <laughs> yeah, we know all about that. We're, we're pretty cheap ourselves. <laughs> way to be cheap. <laughs> a way to live, man. Hells to the yeah. So yeah, everyone should go and vote. You can vote ten times a day. True. I'm true. usually up at 3am and voting. That when it resets, right so. now we
1: are 50,000 votes ahead, so I'm pretty okay. But we have a lot of fun things for like benchmarks. So if we hit 250,000, or 400,000, or 500,000, we do fun stuff. But I might have made a promise at 1 million that I cannot keep and said that my good friend Total Biscuit will sing like Santa Baby, like that song. <laughs> I might have made that promise without him knowing I made that promise. Yeah, and I don't wondered how that was bad. gonna go. It
0: may be a little peeved. Oh wow! So, I guess didn't you guys just get finished with a a benchmark? Uh, you guys did Star Wars, I believe. We did. That was thirty thousand. Uh,
1: that <laughs> came really quickly. I did not expect that. And then uh, at hundred thousand tomorrow, I guess, which would be, uh, yesterday, we yeah. <laughs> did Skyrim uh, live stream. So that that'll be fun. Because Man, if was i don't it not awesome. that game. People complain. They always complain. So. Huh. They I do it live.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so much bug clenching. <sighs> mm-hmm. So, yeah, there's that. Uh, check out his videos on YouTube. And speaking of the YouTubes and Skyrim, we're going to just jump right into Games of the Year. Ooh, exciting. I know. Uh I'll let you two go with like your favorite games first.
1: Well I I'll let the master go cuz I am I am I'm am button apprentice. By all means, tell me what your favorites were.
2: Uh, let's see. I'm going to have to go with uh right now I'm biased towards Legend of Zelda. Probably has nothing to do with the Zelda tattoo, wallet, jacket, hat that I have or anything like that. I do sense some bias right there. (laughs) There's none there. None. None at all. Just a little bit,
0: though. Just a little bit.
2: Not that I'd give it a perfect 10 out of 10 or anything.
0: No. Oh, (laughs) jeez.
2: Actually, I probably can't. I'll I'll be the unbiased person. I can't give it a perfect 10 out of 10.
0: Jeez, surprise.
2: (laughs) I know, right? Sorry. I have not actually finished the game. I'm very ashamed of myself, but.
0: That's what you should be. Terrible, terrible person. Tony, so, uh, your favorite um, game. What? but Go go ahead. Oh, so Jesse, uh, what what games have you been playing recently? Um, when it comes
1: to games that I've been playing, uh so many. Skyrim, Rage, Deus Ex, uh, the new version of uh, De- um. Oh, what is the name of that game? My brain just died. Uh, Dead Rising Two, Payday. Renegade Ops, Diablo III, Star Wars Old Republic. We could do this all day. Minecraft, Warcraft. It's my thing. Skyrim, if I didn't say it, I think I did. Starcraft 2, Civ V. Lord of the Rings. War in the North. Yeah. Too many to count. It's what happens when you have a channel devoted to gaming.
2: I suddenly (laughs) feel like a lackluster gamer.
0: Wow, wow, wow. Yep um i am totally drawing blanks <laughs> um i'm not exactly too sure i was just she... thrown into this i was like hmm jesse cox what should i ask him what should i say
2: i say you should totally talk about the games you work for two video game companies
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh whoops sorry i should well actually jesse let me go ahead and uh, and, and throw this out here you've been playing a lot of games yeah. Um, your, your list is, is pretty extensive i'm about getting ready to do a uh, a game of the year podcast where i talk about what i've what games i've liked this year what games i didn't like this year because i've played a good bit of the, the mainstream titles so i'm gonna go ahead and ask you and put you on the spot if you could pick one game this year that was just great actually no not quite yet what games this year appeal to you uh, I- I'll say now, if Witcher 2 or Skyrim
1: are not game of the year, I don't know what will be. Ah. Uh, those games are heads and tails above any of the other I've I- I've played when it comes to graphics and story. Mm-hmm. Um, I gotta be honest, Witcher 2 is probably like my favorite game of the year. It's definitely mature content, mm-hmm. but uh, when it comes to actual gameplay and story and difficulty, they pulled no punches. That's a hard game. And I also like the fact that they don't hold your hand at all. If you have not played Witcher 1, you won't have a clue what the hell's going on when you start that game. And they don't even care. They're just like, whatever. What deal with it. Go play our old game if you want to know. And oh wow. I think, I think that's amazing. Like you start Witcher 2 right after the end of Witcher 1. Like, and they, they make references to it, like vague references to, to the first Witcher game. But mm-hmm. after that, they just don't they don't care. They don't care what you they're like, yeah, all right, here's what kind of happened. And as you go through, you learn a bit more, but if you haven't played the first Witcher, there's right. a lot of stuff you won't get, and they don't hold your hand with it. A lot of games, like, we're going to walk you back through what took place in the last three games. These guys didn't. I think that's ballsy, and I love it. Um, it's super mature content. Like, they're swearing and cussing the normal. It's violence the normal. But then there's, like, hardcore nudity just for the sake of it being there. And I got to be <laughs> honest, it I'm, it fits the scenario. Like, you're in the olden days, there's whores walking around like there was whores walking around then. It makes perfect. They <laughs> It's true. You know, people like want to sanitize the past. I'll never forget when I went to, and this is this is has nothing to do with games, but when I was young, I went on a like tour of all the great, you know, like uh, um, American Revolution spots in uh, Philadelphia and Boston, right? Mm-hmm. And I was into that stuff as a kid. Well, they, it's so super sanitized. They talk about how, like, you know, Boston during that time period was this great place. Blah, blah, blah. Well, they don't tell you, and I'm glad I read this book, 1776. Go read it if you haven't already because it's hilarious. Basically, it, like, tells you what Boston was like in 1776. Essentially, like, every third house was a brothel. There were drunk dudes in the street, like, just, like, peeing all over the place. Guys, like It was, like, street fights and gangs. and I mean, it makes today look civilized. And yet oh, we wow. romanticize like, oh well, they were all walking around in their stockings and their tricorn hats and right and, and <laughs> the same thing, the same thing with like you know mid, uh, the medieval era period. Like we have this idea like everyone was like super religious and they lived in like squalor and stuff. But at the same time, there were there there was there was like people was banging whores left and right. And, Sorry if I'm ruining your podcast for anybody. Oh, but, no, it's, it's, no, no, no. It's true. <laughs> like, I mean, and so that's what I liked about the game is they, there were no punches pulled. Like, they went in there and said, we're going to make a game. We're going to make it the way you want to make it. And if you don't like it, deal with it. And that is amazing to me. So I I, I love that. And it, and it was also fun. And it gave you choices, which, you know. And, oh, and it didn't just give you choices. It gave you choices that had consequences down the road. A lot of people have problems with, like, Bioware games, where mm-hmm. you have a choice and it affects the scene in the moment and maybe you'll become light side or dark side or good or evil, but doubt, like in, in which two down the road, it major consequences or even minor ones. Like you could be doing quests later and guys come out of nowhere and like try to kidnap you. Cause you did something stupid earlier. That's oh, the wow. kind of stuff I love. I think they put a lot of thought into that game. And, um, it, 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 the only thing a little bit better than that is Skyrim. Cause it's so big and so vast that that might be the one thing that could beat it. If one of those two games aren't Game of the Year, I'll be shocked. Hmm.
2: I think if one of those games isn't Game of the Year, I will automatically think that we're living in an alternate universe.
0: That makes you feel really bad that my Witcher 2 is just still sealed because I have Witcher 1, and I wanted to play through Witcher 1 first before I got into Witcher 2. And then I found out that Witcher 2 is actually getting ported to the Xbox... But I'm like, mm, I kind of want to play my PC version first. So right now, I'm, I'm kind of rushing in R- Witcher 1 trying to play through, or so I can get to Witcher 2. Right, and, right, uh, right. I've heard Witcher 2 is just fantastic, so I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm actually really excited to play that one. Um, so, out of the games, you said that you, you think that either Witcher 2 or Skyrim should be game of the year, right? right right
1: overall game of the
0: year but there's other Over- games that fit categories better
1: like mm-hmm. if you want to talk graphics uh i think crisis 2 blew everyone away Ooh, like yeah. crisis 2 even though i think it came out like way back when that game like visually plot wise and eh, eh, but visually that is the most beautiful thing i've ever seen in my life like it, it's about as close to real
0: as i think a video game about shooting aliens can be <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, there was a um I, I thoroughly enjoyed Crisis too. I think as far as the storyline or story blah, as far as the the story goes, it was okay.
1: It Yeah. It wasn't it was anything all... to write home about. It was a standard aliens invade, you're the only one who can save them. Oh, we found the secret to killing them. Go do it. You're the hero. Oh look, there's a little minor plot twist. Okay, now we're done.
0: Yeah. I mean nothing, it wasn't I... special in any way, but it was fun. Yeah, it it was definitely one of those one of those shooters that you can sit down and be like, ah, hey, all right, this is cool. It definitely, to me, it stood out as far as the first person shooters are concerned, because um, I'm not a huge first person shooter type of guy, but Crisis Two kind of really kicked it up a notch for me.
1: Right, right. I, I definitely think that that was, uh, yeah, uh, the visuals are what saved it for me. Made it it took it from being an okay game to like a great game. Like one of those games that I would play again if I was bored. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. All
0: right.
2: So I I can say I thoroughly
0: enjoyed.
2: I say I thoroughly enjoyed watching Jesse play Crisis too.
1: Thank you. You're
0: welcome. (laughs) (laughs) I I haven't played it, so. (laughs) Okay, I'm I'm gonna have to throw this out here because uh, I I figure you might get a kick out of this, Jesse. I play game. I pretty much get all the new releases when they come out just because you know I I like to stay up and. You know, for the podcast, I try to, you know, keep up to date on the newest, latest, and greatest games. Um, every time I mention X, Y, and Z games, she's like, oh, yeah, Jesse's playing that right now. And I'm like, thanks, <laughs> Megan. And she's don't like, worry, oh, don't yeah, worry. I try to do the exact same thing. So that's why we're on the same page. <laughs> but it's, <laughs> it's really cool because when uh, Deus Ex, which, by the way, personal opinion, I haven't gotten to Skyrim yet. I haven't gotten to Skyrim, but Deus Ex did a lot of things for me that's really up there as far as Game of the Year is concerned. There was a a lot of, I don't know, it just seemed to do a lot of things right, and then what things they did do wrong, it wasn't, like, outrageously wrong. But that's just me, and plus I played the original Deus Ex, and I think a lot of people haven't yet. So, but anywho... um, skipping on like for instance when deus ex was coming on uh was just came out and i was like oh megan yeah blah blah blah. she was like yeah jesse cox and i'm like oh <laughs> okay cool i like nice. that what can i say I'm, I'm not i'm not gonna say i don't like it I don't <laughs> <know>. <laughs> oh no 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 that's just that's just putting it out there she's mm-hmm. she's definitely a fan definitely oh, definitely well. a fan well hello
2: <laughs> <laughs> Can't help it. Of I likes day. what I like. love
0: connection. <laughs> uh Jesse, so you you told me about what you think that uh was great. What games have you played this year that actually kind of disappointed you? Um one of my favorite series is Ace Combat.
1: Uh I think it's I think you can get it on both Xbox and PS now. I don't know. But but I played on on the 360, and it is a game that uh, the Ace Combat series is. It's like a flight simulator series, but not really. It's it's more. It's how can I best describe it? It's like an RPG, but you fly planes in it, but not really an RPG. Needless to say, uh, Ace Combat Four, Ace Combat Five, the sequel to Ace Combat Five, Ace Combat Zero, and then uh, um. Uh, whatever the one after that was, were amazing. Like, story wise, utterly amazing. Just uh, Ace Combat 5 is honestly one of my favorite games I've ever played in my life. And it's, it's a, it's, I think it is a better story than 90% of RPGs I've played oh, since I've been like able to play RPGs. Like, it's Ooh. that good. The, oh, wow. The plot twist is so amazing. And then the way there's like, it, it starts out, it's, it's got one of those, You think you're headed one direction, plot twist, you head another direction, major plot twist, you're like, oh my God. And then you go into the ending, like, this is for all of the, I don't know, potatoes in Idaho. I mean, like, it's, it's, it's amazing. The end of it, if you aren't hyped up going into the final mission and they start doing that, like, final mission song... Where it's mm-hmm. like they have the chanting and like the orchestra in the back are like, oh, it's going down now. And you're like, what you gonna do about this? And you're flying against like the enemy jets and like, we'll take you down. <laughs> if you're not hyped up about that by the end of it going into it, there's something wrong with you emotionally. Right? <laughs> and then and, 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 and Ace Combat Zero has a, a it's, it's like a, play off of that original story and explains what happened in the background of Ace Combat 5 and, you know, the whole Ace Combat... The, the Zero theme, like, it's not Game Zero, but it's, like, the idea that your your wingman goes insane and he's going to, like, nu- essentially nuke the world and take it all back to Zero, like, so, so the world can start over because they're so corrupt, right? And so the final um, mission... Is like some epic music. You one on one dog fighting with this guy, and you can only sh- kill him because he has like stuff that destroys your missiles on a like frontal assault. So it's it's basically you're like flying head on at this guy who's trying to kill you, and it's it's epic. If the games are amazing, so when you get to that point, like if you aren't emotionally invested in that, you don't care. Right, and 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 you have to be because when you get there, you're like, "Let's do this, you son of a bitch!" Everyone I've seen who play that who plays that game by the end is like, "Yeah!" Right? Those are epic games. Those are like old PS2 and PS1 style games, right? Mm -hmm. Well, Mm -hmm. the new the new one, uh, Ace Combat. I think six was Fires of Liberation, and that was like, meh. The story was kind of uh, the gameplay was amazing. Story Mm -hmm. was kind of lame. Like it was one of those stories where. You were kind of, sort of, maybe invested, and there was a few really cool missions, but it, it suffered from that stupid syndrome that gaming companies have, where if it puts it on a new generation console, graphics are the key; story is, is less than that. Right. And that that angers me. Final Fantasy has screwed the pooch many times on that subject, but we'll get to that if we get to it. But uh, the new one, <laughs> oh, we will. <laughs> I, it, the new one was Ace Combat Seven something something. Needless to say, the dogfighting is amazing. The gameplay is terrific. They in- incorporated new like gunships, all- but story. If you can tell me where the story is in that game, I will be glad. Like you meet a bad guy, and it's like like you wake up from this dream, like oh, I dreamed I would die today, and then you go off on all these missions and shit. And uh, apologies, I said I said a bad word. And <laughs> you you get yeah. it out. You go off on you go off on all these missions, and then it's like over. Like the mission, the game ends, and you're like, wait, there was a plot in there. And it 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 seriously felt like you were playing um like Battlefield Three the 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 plain version of it like it was <laughs> fast paced amazing action but there was zero story and I was like they butchered this franchise with this game like it was fun to play but by the end I was like wait what just happened if I don't know it's it it was it was a little unbearable I was that was my big disappointment and uh, I
0: yeah. I can agree with the with the Ace Combat. Um, I've I played Ace Combat, I want to say six, and I played a couple of them on the PS2. So when Assault Horizon came out, uh, me and another huge friend uh, that was into the Ace Combat franchise, we, we bought it together, and I played it, and I played it for about a day. It was really, really good. The dogfights in there were just so mind-bogglingly awesome, but it definitely lacked on story. And that's something that kind of really turned me off because my friend was always clamoring about y'all ace combat has like some of the best music and the best story that, you know, that I've ever seen in any video game and to play assault horizon, I was like, really this, this is, this is it. Yeah. It, it, it lacks. It's, it's something that I, I just can't get
1: behind in, in games. If there isn't a fundamental story driving me to do something, why do I care about it? Like, um, uh, Final Fantasy games. I might as well get back on that since I mentioned it. Mm-hmm. Go Final ahead. Fantasy X, I was actually talking to Clint Hackleman from Mindflame like a few hours ago, just about this subject. Um, uh, the Final Fantasy games, I ha- the last one I completed that like, I got all the way through was Final Fantasy X. I played X2, and I was like, meh, and I quit halfway through because it just it was a little too girly for me like the singing i was like okay enough <laughs> um, i played final fantasy 11 i loved that as an mmo but it was very difficult to do anything because i picked the i picked a dragoon and they just nerfed the hell out of that class so much that i was like i'm done but i played it for the story the story was terrific if you could put up with the bad gameplay the story was excellent but um again i was like i, I quit when wow came out so i was like i'm done uh <laughs> final fantasy 12 this characters were the be- Like the characters, were some of the best characters I've seen in a long time. If you can tell me who the bad guy was in that game, I will give you a million dollars. I, I don't remember. Like when you were going into um, the final, like I think final CD or whatever, I was like, why am I fighting? Like who am I fighting to stop? The bad guy, supposedly leader of this other empire, was to- I was like, I kind of like this guy. Why would I fight him? There was no motivation <laughs> for me to, to do it. And then Final Fantasy XIII was like, just press A to continue. I mean, it was just like, Mm -hmm. and that story, if you could tell me why I was trying to kill those people and, like, why I was trying to overthrow this planet, let me know because I got no clue what the hell – like, when they start going in like, we have to go get the gobbledygook of the vloggerschlag, I was like, what are you talking about? (laughs) When you start the (laughs) game and they start talking about – yeah, when you start the game and they start talking in weird, like, tongues about some crazy thing that happened and you don't have a clue what they're talking about until three, like, chapters into the game – that's a problem. I was like, I can't do this. So I didn't even beat that one. I haven't beat a Final Fantasy since ten. And it's all graphics, no substance, and I hate it. Hate it.
2: I I beat Final Fantasy thirteen, but that is mostly because my friend bought me the special edition hardcover strategy guide. And probably two hours into the game I was all like, I know what's going on, so I'm just gonna let this tell me what to do.
1: Wow. It it, it was not very
0: good. I was not very pleased with it. I didn't mind thirteen. I thought thirteen was decent at best. The linear – how linear it was really turned me off from it. I mean when it came down to RPGs and especially into the Final Fantasies, I kind of – I like exploring. I love that, and for everything to be just eight hours of going down a hallway really kind of turned me off about it. That's why I think Skyrim
1: might trump as game of the year. Just because, like, Witcher 2, you had a set area you could go in. Plot-wise, story-wise, gameplay-wise, very engaging, but you had a set area. Skyrim is like, go wherever you want to go, do whatever you want to do. I think um, watching my videos, fans would know... <laughs> I'm almost level 20. I haven't even completed, like, mission number two. I'm just, like, every time I go to find someplace else, like, I'm I'm supposed to go see these guys called the Greybeards up on top of a mountain. Every time I try to go see them, something else I find and discover, which leads me down another path, which leads me to, like, another (laughs) dungeon, which I find, like, a bunch of stuff. I'm like, okay, well, that was fun. I'll go to the Greybeards now. And then I find something else instantly. There's so much ridiculous stuff to do. It's kind of unsettling that... I'm 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 20 levels in, and I haven't even achieved like learning how to use my like their abilities. Dragon shouts. I haven't even learned how to use them. <laughs> like that's some, like I I am on the like tutorial levels of the game, and I'm level 20. Wow. It's insane. It, it's that kind of game that you can expect like a thousand hours of gameplay just cause,
0: and that's pretty stellar. That's something uh, I'm I kind of wait. I can't wait to get my hands on. The Skyrim because the Skyrim really Tony? Um, I can't wait to get my hands on Skyrim. It looks like it's going to be massive, 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 um, and mm-hmm. I haven't, I've kind of kept myself on a uh, like a media blackout about it, believe it or not. I don't want to know anything about it. Only thing I know is that there are elemental weapons from four and that's that, that's about it and I'm a dragonborn, whatever the hell that is. So, I'm looking forward to playing it. Everybody else says that it's probably going to trump Game of the Year. Which, one more thing, speaking of Game of the Year, have you heard about the Spike VGAs at all? Yeah, yeah. Um, Do you think that geared up towards uh, Portal 2, Uncharted, Batman, Arkham City, do you think that Skyrim uh, has a chance of winning Game of the Year?
1: I do. I Personally, I do. I think... Uh... Arkham City is is good. I don't think it's perfect. I think mm-hmm. uh, Portal Two is pretty stellar, but when it comes down to it, I don't think it's game of the year material. Like I think it's it should win awards. I'm not sure what awards, but it should win something. It's mm-hmm. it's pretty terrific. Um, uh, what was the other one? Uh, Uncharted. Uncharted. Uh, Uncharted Three. That might win game of the year. You you may be right. That that's that's. that's but that's one of those games that like it, it'll be nominated. I don't know if it'll mm-hmm. win but it'll it'll definitely be nominated. Uh I can't did Dragon Age
0: 2 come out this year? I, it's it this has been so it, long, did it? It did. It came out uh April.
1: Dragon Age 2 should win some awards, but I don't think Game of the Year. It definitely wasn't Game of the Year cuz it had a lot to be desired. I but Oh yes. I I don't know. I I I think it's interesting they I'm glad they decided to go a different route with it instead of doing it like over an entire area they did it in a city. I think that's kind of unique, but I hope they understand that that's an interesting aspect, but they should have pulled, and this is what I think would have been amazing. This would have been game of the year. This would have blown people's minds. I'll never forget the feeling playing Final Fantasy VII when you start CD1 and you start off in Midgar Mm -hmm. and it is like 20 hours into the game and you're still in that city. I remember thinking this game is all in this city. And it will be in this entire city the entire time. And then you get on those bikes and you drive out of the city and you get to this giant bridge with a cliff and stuff. And you get off the city. And then it takes you to the world map. And you realize that city is nothing compared to the rest of the world. (laughs) It blew my mind. Like, growing up, that blew my mind. I was like, oh, my God. That and uh, Final Fantasy... uh, this is all about Final Fantasy tonight. like. It, it. <laughs> Final, just Fantasy just
0: Six.
1: Yeah, Final Fantasy 6 was like that. Like The game, it was one of those things where you play the game, 40 hours in, you think it's over, and then they go, gotcha! And then there's another 40 hours of gameplay. It's that kind of feeling. I think if Dragon Age would have had, you have this entire storyline in the city, and then after it ends, like supposedly ends, it takes you out and reveals an entire world, and that city was just a fraction of the game, that would have blown people away. That would have been, like, the untouchable game to beat.
2: I would have cried with joy if that would have happened at the end. I literally right just that, bought it, like, two weeks ago or something. Like, I mean, the ending,
1: you're like, okay, well, I guess see you next game, right? But yeah. if, they have, if they would have taken like, like, okay, that's the story of this town. Now get ready to experience the whole thing. That would have been mind-blowing. Instead, they were just like, all right, we're going to end there. We'll see you guys in another game. I'm like, mother.
2: So,
0: yeah. I think, I feel, um, I f- oh, I'm sorry, go ahead Megan. make it. I to say, after the, I
2: got to the end of Dragon Age 2, and you can ask Tony, I went back and said my favorite part was when I saw King Alistair again. Uh, Mostly because I tried so hard in the first Dragon Age to make my character fall in love and marry him. <laughs> <aw. Excuse me. laughs> For some
1: reason, Alistair, I, I always had him with me, so we were cool. But, mm-hmm. uh, for some reason, no matter what, I guess I was just a bad decision maker. Because no matter what, he would never like. He'd always go back and reload, trying to get him to be king. He never would become king. No, I, I guess my choices screwed up somehow. I don't know. He's he's very picky and finicky. I guess. I guess he would. Ne- he, he would always be like, "Well, I guess we're good." <laughs> I was like, All right, then, buddy. Like, you never become king for me. I was like, "All right, whatever." Yeah.
0: So I gave up. Yeah. So how do you? Do you feel like Dragon Age Two was just leading up to something bigger? I don't know what I feel like with Dragon Age Two. Dragon Age <laughs> Two was a
1: letdown for me. I was I was I was excited to play it. The graphics were amazing. Mm-hmm. The the gameplay I, I thought like some of the choices and stuff like the, you know the Bioware signature was was cool, but I don't know. It just didn't feel like a completed game to me. I was like the the ending was a major it was it's kind of like it suffered from it's the StarCraft 2 syndrome where you play StarCraft 2 and the storyline is like okay we're building up to something we're building up to something we're building up to something Oh, this is going to be good we're building up okay now we're building up even more we're building up we're building up game game over
0: man and I, like, I could have sworn I did a a blog post about this not too long ago you did like, oh okay it it, it, it angers me <laughs> that like and, and of course,
1: it's because Blizzard's like, well, we have another game coming, so you should buy that if you want to get the rest of the story. Yeah. Like, it's that kind of, I don't know. I, it makes sense to me because I do that in the videos I make. Like, I'll cut it right before it gets good, and they'll be like, yeah. see you next episode because that like, gets people to do it. But when I'm on the receiving end, I'm like, you son <laughs> of a – so, yeah, I understand. <laughs> I, I like
0: it. Yeah. 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 I, I definitely feel like Dragon Age 2 as a game was – It was an okay game. I mean, it wasn't terrible by any means. I don't think that it deserved some of the backlash that it did catch, but um, it did feel like it was an incomplete game. I do feel like they kind of rushed it a lot, but um, in no way, shape, or form do I feel like it was was a terrible game. And I'm kind of hoping, I was talking to Megan about this, I think when we were discussing Dragon Age 2 um, on podcasts before, is that Mm -hmm. I feel like with the way that they're doing – they're they're building up to have this grand, gigantic, kind of like what they're doing for Mass Effect 3. Um, they're building up to have this grand, gigantic, epic third game. And if it's not gearing up to that, then this is just the downfall of Dragon Age. Period. Well,
1: I mean, you're assuming that Mass Effect 3 will be grand and gigantic. <laughs> I hope so. God, I hope so. I mean, I I, I, I can't say that I know but I can say that I did audition to be in that game. And oh, really? I did. I can't say anything about it, though, so, you know. Uh-huh. But um, I, I will say the character I auditioned for was, a, was like a down-on-his-luck kind of guy. But um, uh, I would hope that the, stu- the stuff I read seemed like it was very grand and big, but at the same time, it takes place in a battle for Earth. So you wonder how big and grand it could actually be, like if they take it off of Earth and continue it like somewhere else. Mm -hmm. But it seems like it's Mass Effect 3, we're fighting on Earth now, kind of stuff. Mm, uh, Crap. (laughs) (laughs) Which to me, which to me seems like a Dragon Age 2 kind of thing. Like we're making it bigger yet smaller. That's what I, I You know, I could be totally wrong because I'm only inferring from the fact that what I've seen in the gameplay uh, uh, trailers and what I know of character bios, it seems like it's going to be one of those like we're fighting for Earth, we're going to be on Earth kind of things. Mm. But I, I could be totally wrong. I, you know, I'm just, I'm just talking out my ass right now. I don't know. But I mean, it
2: that's could what be. we do every time. No,
0: that's, that's how <laughs> I roll. <laughs> well, now that uh, – since we're on the topic of Dragon Age, and this is – like I said, this is totally not anywhere what we were going to discuss on this podcast, but it seems like a fun and fancy-free topic to talk about anyway. Um, a couple of days ago, or it might have been today, they recently announced that the next – or there's a possibility the next Dragon Age is going to have multiplayer, kind of like they're doing with Mass Effect 3. How do you feel about that? I'm all for Multiplayer. Mm-hmm. The more people, the better. I'm fine with it. As long as it doesn't affect,
1: you know, as long as it doesn't deter from the gaming experience.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, I, I think that if I'm in a, like, a group and we're doing stuff and someone does something, like, here's one of the things I hate. Um, I think it's Lord of the Rings War in the North. You can play with three people. But if one of them gets a quest, you don't get to see the cut. Like, if they're off in the distance and you aren't near the area... They can grab a quest, get a scene, and you don't even get to see it. And it's like, well, I want to experience the story, too, just because I was busy, like, upgrading my armor doesn't mean I I don't deserve to see the story. And that kind of stuff annoys me. So if they can, like, if they can avoid things like that, Mm. but they make it friendly where everyone can be involved in the story. Like, clearly, if you aren't aware, stories are kind of my big thing. Yeah. (laughs) Like that, that's, that's, that's the only reason why I game. I mean, I guess I, every once in a while, like i play, you know, civilization just to take over cities and be like, "Eh, I'm awesome. But most of the time I play because the story is good. It's like uh new age books, I guess you would call it where people play games most of the time because they want to be, you know, entertained. And that's uh, story does it for me.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So uh-huh. have you ever played a game well, I guess besides civilization, have you ever played a game that just had a terrible story, but you just trudged through it because the gameplay was just that great? Um, <laughs> I'm actually trying to think of myself. TTPS, where we ask the hard questions.
2: Well, apparently, where Tony asked the hard questions. I'm sorry. That's, hmm, bad
1: story. Yet I trudged through it to complete it. <sighs> Man, I don't even know. Uh, i i there has to have been one. I just don't remember what it would be.
0: Ah, it's okay. Mm-hmm. It's just a random
1: no, question. I, no, no, I, re- I really don't know. Uh, I'm, sh- I'm, I'm positive there was. I'm positive there was something with a bad story that I did just to complete it. I don't remember what it was. It might be Duke Nukem. That may be it. But <laughs> Duke, Duke Nukem might be it. But I don't know if I would give it that much credit. God,
0: that sucked so <laughs> bad. I'm so no. mad about that. I spent money on the Balls of Shale edition, and I'd rather keep the statue than the game. No, so mad. And it's it's kind of it's it's terrible because I think we all collectively looked forward to Duke's return and didn't expect that it was going to be like that.
2: Except, well, for me.
1: I, I I think what happened was is they decided that. Once they bought the rights to make the game, they decided getting it released now. Now that people know that we bought the rights and we said we're going to make it, the sooner we get it out, the more money we can make off of that. Mm-hmm. Because now it's back in the headlines and stuff and people will get excited. I don't know what – I think another year would have done just fine for that game. And no one would have mm-hmm. – people would have been just – 12 years is a long freaking time. Yeah. People could have People could have waited another year. hmm I don't know. I was disappointed too.
2: I would like to admit I've never played a Duke game.
1: Oh, uh, the first one, Duke Nukem 3D is just about the best game ever. Like okay. it, 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 it has the right amount of we know this is a joke and fun in it to make it fun. like. I don't know when you're young. I guess it had that like uh, influence on me when you're a young, when you're like a you know, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen year old kid and you play a game that basically you go into strip club and shoot the, and you can shoot the strippers and to, and like and like cash falls on them and, it, and then then the guy who shot them goes like says like you know I'm here to kick ass and chew bubblegum and I'm all out of bubblegum right like that kind of line like that is amazing as a young as a young male you're like yeah <laughs> this game rocks. rocks yeah like that kind of stuff does that's the same appeal that you know Grand Theft Auto San Andreas had where it was like, oh my god, I can do pretty much anything I want in this game. It's that kind of thing that I think uh, appealed to a lot of people about that stuff. Uh, the new Duke is essentially, they tried to make it just as raunchy. They tried to make it uh, just as silly. The problem was is that the silliness and the raunchiness didn't matter when the gameplay sucked so bad. Like it, just, <laughs> like, like it, it, was, it was a Duke game about shooting and one of the levels you spent like 45 minutes driving around in your truck. Like, wow. that was unne- it was an unnecessary waste of time. There's no reason to get in a truck and drive, spend half the game driving. You're Duke, you should be running around shooting things. It was kind of a disappointment, I'll be honest.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Know, uh, and then they a- put in
1: bad puzzles and stuff. Yeah, that kind of stuff It's
0: like... Ugh. Yeah, that, that part's... The puzzle part's just ultimately sucked. I think they... Do you believe that a lot of the hype over, oh my goodness, we're finally getting Duke Nuka Forever? Do you think part of that killed the game as well?
1: Yeah, I, I agree. I think it's that hype of, of it's just like Star Wars. I remember when Star Wars the the you know, episode one came out, <laughs> my friends and I schooled that day to wait in line all day. We were so psyched. It was a midnight showing. We waited in line all day. It was ten PM the Liz theater. We were jumping around having a blast, and I remember maybe an hour and 20 minutes into the movie, I looked over and, like, half my friends were asleep. <laughs> and when it was over, like, most people were disappointed. I mean, to me, at the time watching it, the lightsaber duel at the end made up for, like, all the crap leading up to it. Mm-hmm. But uh, I, I went back and saw it a second time and was just bored to tears. Like, mm-hmm. it, uh, yeah, yeah. the the I don't know. And then the second one, did, like, the hype just... Yeah. I th- I think that helped kill it too. I agree. It's like, I you can, know, it's like it's like that Christmas hype. It's like the you know, oh, oh, yeah. presents tomorrow. Yay. And then you get the presents like, well this is fun.
0: And like 10 minutes later
1: you're bored. Yeah, like, later, <laughs> later that day you're bored instantly. Yes. Yeah. That's exactly what it is. Wow. I agree. I think people were so hyped that this game would be that great. It, it's the same the same thing's happening to Skyrim bit. Skyrim has had so much hype going into it. A lot of people are like disappointed. That there's bugs. There's a few bugs in the game, but the game's so expansive, you would expect it. Because yeah. how could they test for everything? And right. so people are a little, they're complaining because there's so many bugs in the game, and they're disappointed because like, how could they not have known? So you know, I think anything that gets hyped gets backlash. It's a, I think that's just the way it is.
2: I think uh, people and gamers, especially, they expect too much per- perfection in games.
0: Oh yeah, oh yeah.
1: Well, definitely. I think some of it's warranted. Like, oh yeah, but I, I mean, like- look at uh, uh, World of Warcraft Cataclysm, for example. That game, fans went in expecting, like, people expect a ton from Blizzard because mm-hmm. Blizzard makes trillions of dollars a year off of them, and they expected World of Warcraft Cataclysm to be this—you know—the world literally ended in the game. And it changed everything. The problem is, all it changed was the 1 through 60 content. And not many people went back to experience that. And those who did, played it on their high-level characters and blew through it. I'll be honest, I think the 1 through 60 stuff is some of the best things Blizzard has ever done. It's amazing. Amazing. The problem is, they didn't concern themselves very much with end-game content. And so, (laughs) that like level 80 to 85 area where they have, like, well, that's, like, the MMO hotspot where all the players are. It's, like, you know, kind of okay, but we've done this before, starting zone. Underwater starting zone, which turned out to be a horrible idea. Uh, like, a Indiana Jones ripoff that was funny and cute at first, but, like, you know, three days into it, you're like, oh, my God. And then there's um a place, uh, you know, underground stone core area where it's just so repetitive questing-wise. And then you get to the last one. The the last area with Twilight Highlands, which is amazingly epic. The problem is, is that by the time people got there, they were already level 85 and not many people cared to go and finish the quests. Mm -hmm. And so then you you got into dungeons and raids and they were so like forced and not well thought out that like people blew through them really quickly or they complained they were too hard. So they lower the difficulty and then people complained they were too easy. And then the raids you know, hardly anyone did them. And those who did do them beat them too fast or complained they were too hard and they lowered the difficulty then people complained they're too easy. And so essentially it was like this big, we love this game, we love this game. Cataclysm hits, Blizzard tries too hard to appeal to everybody and make something new and try something different. And I think they lost, what is it? Like 1.3 million users already. Wow. They went from 15 million at the height of Wrath to just over 10 now. And that's in, that's in a year. In a year they lost 5 million users and mm-hmm. i i think now them saying like next year we're gonna release mr pandaria which is essentially like their crazy expansion like who knows what we'll do in this one i i, I players are like half the players are like this should be fun the other half are like f it i'm done uh-huh. and i i think you know blizzard it's funny watching game companies try new things because either it's an immense success or total failure like uh Going back to Dragon Age, they tried something different. I think it I think it kind of bombed. It was okay, but I think the idea bombed. And I think mm-hmm. Cataclysm Cataclysm's idea, we're going to change the fundamentals of our game, but in a way that not everyone can experience, which kind of defeats the purpose, right? And mm-hmm. so that bombed, that, like Cataclysm sort of bombed. And, um, you know, we're coming up on Star Wars The Old Republic. And uh, having played that, that's an amazing game. But its fundamentals are World of Warcraft. And so I can see how people will be like, enough, and that game could easily bomb. Like, I, I, I have no doubt they'll make money, but I don't know if they'll make money on the scale they think they will. I don't know. I, who knows?
0: Hmm. It's actually funny because that was my next question. Um, <laughs> unless Megan had a question, of course. Nope. Keep going. Cool. Um, <laughs> I feel bad Actually, no, Tony, I have a question for you real quick. All right, shoot.
2: Why don't you bring this level to the regular other podcasts? Because yeah, I am a
0: guest here, so I <laughs> 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 What? Uh,
2: <laughs> no. Irony with that is I call him an ass every day.
0: Well, because <laughs> yeah, it's it's cool. I'm used to it now. <laughs> the reason why I don't I do bring this type of energy is just nine times out of ten, there are more prof oh, by the way, Mr. Cox. Anything like <laughs> explicitive language or whatever and whatnot, screw that. Don't worry about it. This oh. is so you can. We earn our explicit tag.
1: Okay, good. Because I was about to say, like, I don't know if I can fucking keep this up.
0: <laughs> oh <Ello>, humor. <laughs> All right, anyway. But uh, I do try to keep this up. I don't know what you're talking about.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Anyway, um, Star Wars. Do you think that it's gonna be the next big MMO, or do you think that it's for a
1: while? Yeah, I I think Star Wars ha- will knock. World of Warcraft out of first. I'm convinced of it. Because all it is, it's World of Warcraft, but to the next level. Like, they took all the things that were kind of annoying about WoW and made it better. They took all the things that you wanted in an MMO and took, like, RPG elements from Bioware games and put it in there. It's heavily story-driven. There are eight classes and eight different stories for each class. And of each story, there's a light and dark side option by the time you get to the end. So there's so much to do. There's eight slots. You can play one of every class. You can experience every story. The stories are all different. They have all... I mean, it's it's pretty amazing. Um, uh, Character-wise, it's kind of fun to mess around with that stuff. There's a lot more options when it comes to creating a character. Uh, customizing stuff is a lot more fun. Skills, like skilling up, like armor smithing is a lot more entertaining. Because you don't do it. your crew members do. You get crew members in the game who are like added party members and you get 6 total you can romance them like they are they don't pull any punches you you can you know uh, get it on with all sorts of characters and um you know they make it they make it fun and i'll be honest being dark side is pretty freaking entertaining uh, one of my favorite examples of of being evil in that game is uh on this planet balmora you meet the governor and the governor is this you know there's this Sith woman who is pretty evil, but of course you're eviler. And um, she is essentially, she hits on you the entire time. And if you want, you can have sex with this lady. But the best part is, is because you're clearly much more evil than she is. If when you're done, if you want to, you can just kill her just cause. And that (laughs) that kind of, it's (laughs) that kind of fun that like, I am so glad this is in a game. I mean, it's, it's, you can just be pure evil to people. And, and as a jedi like if you go good you have to make some really tough choices like there's one mission early on really early on where there's a girl who uh there's two jedi a, a guy and a girl and their masters are like we've seen them run off together we know what's up you have to go talk to them if you go talk to them they're like we're in love you know you can't stop us uh please don't tell the masters da, da, da. if you do tell the the the, the jedi masters and you report them, you get like a hundred lightside points, which you need light side or dark side points to get like really good armor by the end of the game. If you report them, you do get you get lightside points, you get, you know, a bunch of credits and stuff. But the two of them get kicked out of the academy and banned from using the force and essentially like become beggars on the street. And oh, it's wow. and you were the one and you were the one who caused that. So you like it's that kind of lightside, dark side choices that are really cool that I'm really impressed with and it's kind of like i can imagine it being much harder to be a good guy than being a bad guy which i think is true to real life as well so i, I love that i think that's really cool so um it's a very impressive game they have space combat uh they they have you know battlegrounds that are kind of fun a, a little different they make them very star warsy so like capture the flag isn't capture the flag it's like uh you're playing Hutball. Um, <laughs> one of the one of the uh, um what is that I think a good example. I think all uh Arathi Basin and WoW would be a good example where you're capturing locations in Star Wars. There's a version of that, except the locations are gun turrets, and so the longer you hold the location, the more your gun turret fires and shoots the enemy ship that's like bombarding the battlefield while you're in it. And your object your objective is to destroy the enemy ship, so it kind of like ticks down till it blows up. Um, there's there's all sorts of cool stuff. There's one that takes place on a ship. That like you have to breach gates and stuff to get to the core. There's all sorts of cool like, but it's essentially WoW. Like if you're into WoW, there's no reason to switch. Like it really isn't, unless you just want to experience a new game. But I think so many people want to experience a new game because WoW is seven years old now. That even the most hardened WoW player will want to play Star Wars, and and I'm Hmm. fine with that because it's a fun game. Uh, I think the big test of gaming as an MMO would be. Guild Wars 2 next year. Hopefully next year. Mm, Yes. Guild Wars 2 essentially says, questing? Ha! That's for suckers. Uh, Classes? Ha! That's for suckers. Uh, You know, like, uh, factions? That's stupid. That's for suckers. Essentially, there are no quests. Questing is dynamic. So you run around and you find things to do. Like, a dragon will appear and you and just people in the area can take him down if you want. And then you can collect rewards on the stuff that comes off of him and get experience and things like that kind of things or if you're in an area like if you're in a city and goblins attack the city or whatever i don't know you can defend the city it's that kind of questing which is pretty amazing so you don't go to a guy who says like i need 20 rabbit petals like there is none of that that's pretty terrific uh, and that hasn't been seen in an mmo ever like no mmo has ever done that um right. uh th- they have uh, a system where there are no facts or uh, uh, classes so there is no healer, there is no tank, there is no DPS, like the holy trinity of MMOs. They, that doesn't exist. Uh, there, there are professions, I think they're called, I, I can't remember. But essentially, you pick something, and then you, anyone can heal. Everyone can heal. Everyone. It, it's insane. Everyone can heal, everyone can DPS. Everyone can do all these things, and essentially, that's how you keep raids alive. And I think that's a pretty terrific idea as well. And then they have the last part is there is no factions. Usually, in MMOs, there's one faction versus one faction, or maybe three factions or two fa- you know, like like two factions versus one, whatever it is. And this it's server versus server. There are different races, there are different cities, there are different things to do. But when it comes down to it, it's like my server, exa- for example, versus your server. And so when we PVP, PVP takes place between servers. So all the different races, Band together, So it's not, you know, Horde versus Alliance, for example, and it's across all servers. It's my server versus your server across billions of servers. And so there's like one of the battlegrounds, for example, it's a city and the city is huge and it's supposed to take like weeks to conquer the city. And that's the battleground. And so there's spawn locations in it. There's all sorts of, uh, sorts of things to do. And it's essentially one giant epic battle that's supposed to reflect how like big this game is supposed to be. And that is impressive because that's something that I haven't seen in a long time. And they basically want people to fight. They want it to be like some sort of special, I don't know, it's, it's a different game. I'm excited. It has the potential to be mm-hmm. revolutionary. And if it's not, it will just fall to the wayside. I don't mm-hmm. see a middle ground with this game. It's either no. gonna be the game that changes everything, or six months after it's out, people will be like, uh, "What game now? Guild Wars? <laughs> what?" Yeah. Oh, that's what it's gonna be, definitely.
0: So, do you think that which MMO is gonna be bigger in twenty twelve, Star Wars or Guild Wars?
1: Uh, first half Star Wars definitely. Second half Guild Wars. I'm I'm almost positive, though. I again. Star Wars can knock Guild Wars out of the water even before it starts. It depends on how good Guild Wars is. Guild mm-hmm. Wars, like I said, has the potential to be revolutionary, like the game that changes all games. However, n- people have only seen beta builds that they show at like, game conferences like PAX and E3 and stuff. Uh, there, is, there is no real, oh, I've played, I think there's a beta going on now, but it's like super closed alpha. And unless you're in that, you really have no idea what the game's like. They've shown the game. They've shown videos. They, there's so much hype on this game that I think it might be what we talked about earlier, where mm. it could just be all hype. I don't know. Who knows?
0: That's very, very, very interesting. I can't wait to put my hands on, a, on Guild Wars. I'm, I'm looking forward to Star Wars just because I'm into the whole Star Wars lore, and I kind of Star Wars games as of recently have been definitely um, hit and miss with me. I liked Forced Unleashed, hated Forced Unleashed 2. Um, I'm a huge fan of Knights of the Old Republic 1. Didn't like 2 as much. Um, and I think Bioware does good games. So for them, partaking into the, uh, the MMO fray, which I don't know if this is their first time they've done an MMO. I'm not sure. But, uh, uh, yeah,
1: it is. Uh, though I think the company that is making it has mm-hmm. done others. I could be wrong, but um, like I, I know it's 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 Bioware, but it's a subsidiary of Bioware. It's like a, I can't remember what the company is called. Right. But uh, you, you like yeah yeah. It's it's. If you're into story and if you're into Star Wars lore, this is like the game for you. At level there's five chapters. I can tell you now. Mm-hmm. At level fifteen, you're still in the prologue. At level twenty-five, you're still in chapter one. At level fifty, you're in chapter three, and there are five chapters. Wow! And it's a lot of story. There's a lot of stuff going on. So there's potential for a lot of cool things.
0: Wow! 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 I I can't. Comes out what the twentieth, I believe. Uh, uh yep. Yeah. If you pre-ordered, I think you get it five days early. Really? Huh. Yep. Interesting. That's uh, that's good to know. Megan, are you still there? Yep,
2: I'm nodding my head, but you can't see she's, me. She's listening
0: to the sultry tones of two super hot men. <laughs> Amen. Well, oh, I'm going to get shit for that one later. Yes, you are. <laughs> 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 Might as well take advantage of it now while we're recording. I'm go. just going to say it's on, only it's, one. It's on the air.
1: People yeah. people, people heard it.
2: It's too late now. You can't take it back. <laughs> well, it's too bad I do the editing. <laughs> oh.
0: <laughs> you wouldn't. You wouldn't dare edit that, would you? Unfortunately. Anyway, so Jesse, no. next question. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um Is there any game that you've played that you thought was going to be just a grand disappointment but actually turned out to be pretty good? Uh there were a few, yeah.
1: Um I honestly expected um <laughs> this is kind of funny. Uh I guess I guess I mean you could say Minecraft, but that's one of those <laughs> games where it's like you know, everyone goes into it like, "What is this garbage?" And by the end, of like, "15 hours and like, oh my god, I gotta <laughs> build a house better." Yeah, and- that might qualify. I really, for some reason, like, I went into um, uh, this is it's this little game called um, what is it, Renegade Ops? It's oh, basically wow. like a driving game. Mm-hmm. For some reason, I thought it was gonna suck. Like, it looks like it would suck. It it it. Seems like it would suck. but I find myself playing that all the time. Like, it's one of those games you can just start and stop whenever you feel like it. And that's what I like about games sometimes, just for fun. Um, Civilization 5 was a game that I thought would suck because everyone said it would, but I, I like that game. Uh, I think 4 is better. Uh, for, by the way, for those of you who have Steam who are listening right now, my tip to you go get Civilization 4. Then go online and look up something called Fall from Heaven Two, um, in Civ Four, I think you get the whole like every expansion for that game for like 19 bucks now or something crazy like that, um, maybe even cheaper. But and uh, one of the expansions they they had this game called Fall from Heaven, and essentially it was the first ever RPG in Civilization, which is pretty terrific. And so you started out like as a character and you went around leveling up and it was like there's this evil snow god and he um like the world's covered in snow and you have to defeat him to to free your people. Da, da, da. It was fun. Well the guys who made that who won a contest to get it into one of the expansions decided mm-hmm. to take it up another level and they made Fall From Heaven 2, which is essentially like the Civ version of that game, of their like mini-game they had in there. Mm-hmm. You can be elves, dark elves, dwarves, uh, uh, humans, nomads, essentially all the different races. And then they, I think they took Magic the Gathering cards and used the images for, like, the different characters in the game. But they remodded everything, like from, like, skeletons to, like, all sorts of... They Essentially, they created a new game. It's like a Dungeons and Dragons-esque civilization. And it is incredibly fun. There's, like, religions and cults and... And and RPG elements and and like game cards. It's essentially an entirely different game. And once I found that that existed, I never played the original Civilization Four ever again. I would only play that, and it was amazingly fun. I, seriously, it's probably the best fun you could have for, I don't know, like nineteen bucks. And the, the there's one of the characters was like this insane clown, and so each, each faction has like attributes. And so he led, led like the carnival of the damned. And so you could be his faction every three or four rounds, his attributes would change because he was insane. So he'd like fancy something else. And so you had to play the game based off how his attributes would change. And and it, it is, it's amazing what they did. And it's completely fan made. And it's, it's one of those things where I've never been more impressed with something like just a group of people put together in my life. It's,
0: Utterly amazing. So, Fall from Heaven 2, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. okay. Definitely have to look at it. Up. It's just a mod, so you have to have
1: the original game, mm-hmm. and then mod it into the, uh, I think it's like Civilization Beyond the Sword was the name of the expansion that the mod came with. So you just mm-hmm. have to have that, and you stick it in. And it's pretty, it's pretty freaking terrific. I'm not, I don't remember who exactly made it, but it's the guys who made the one that, got in, that won the contest that got in the original game.
0: It's it's pretty great. I'll definitely have to look that up. Definitely have to look that up. Um, I think the games that really surprised me there really wasn't a lot because everything I I thought was going to be great was pretty great. I was actually um. I'm I'm a huge Sonic fan, and uh, Sonic Generations came out November first, and I really I don't know if you keep up with how terrible Sonic games have been recently, or even if you like the series.
1: I heard someone said Sonic Generations was supposed to be kind of good.
0: Oh, man, it was great. I enjoyed that, especially if you're a fan of the old-school Sonics. Um, they do a lot to to showcase the old Sonic mixed in with the new Sonic, and they're not afraid to poke nice. fun at themselves, too. So <laughs> I, I really, really definitely enjoyed that. Um, I bought Catherine when it came out, and I didn't think Catherine was going to be great at all. But it turns out to be a pretty decent puzzler that's frustratingly hard. So, uh,
1: I heard that about Catherine. I had one of those like, oh, boy, this is one of those games you're going to end up playing one-handed kind of deals. Like, that's what it was for. And I was mm-hmm. like, oh, 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 this is like a puzzle game. I was like, oh, oh great, terrific. I suck at puzzle games.
0: Uh, <laughs> It's really, really, really hard. Uh, Yeah, it is. Like, unfairly so. Oh yes. Oh yes. I've spent hours trying to beat that stupid 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 game, but it actually turns out to be one of my favorites this year. Believe it or not, it it really uh I don't know, it was just so quirky and so weird. It was almost like Nintendo hard. Like you don't want to put the controller down, but you're frustrated hard. Right, right. And I I love those type of games. Um What about you, Megan? Uh
2: I'm actually looking through our blog to see if there were any (laughs) games like that that I talked about.
0: And... Uh, Nothing? Not really? (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry!
2: not gonna lie, I'm staring at all my Zelda stuff right now. Um, I didn't really get many games this year. I wasn't able to play a lot. I was kind of jobless most of the year.
0: (laughs) Oh. Well then.
2: Yeah. Um, I can take a game that disappointed
0: anything. me. Dead mm. Island. I was really disappointed in Dead Island.
1: Dead Island, I think, at first, was it had a lot of bugs, and then they patched the bugs, and then it became kind of fun, and then they decided to change the basic mechanics of the game, where it was, you can use your weapons, you can run, but it takes stamina. But as long mm. as you have your kick, you're okay. Then they changed it so the kick took your stamina. Right. And it's like, well, what the hell's the point of having that? Right. And it became one of those things where it was just too hard to play versus your fun value. Like, you'd have to pause and rest all the time. and Yeah. Yeah. That, ugh. I don't know. I think, I think nothing for me can beat the Left 4 Dead series when it comes to killing zombies. Like that's just <laughs> too much fun.
0: <laughs> Oh boy. Yeah. As far as Left 4 Dead is concerned, I think that that ranks up there higher than any other zombie killing games. Because uh, it's,
1: it's not about, you know, story or. It's just simply about you and your friends are going to go kill some zombies. Here they are. Enjoy. Yep, and survive.
0: Yep. And
2: you know, if you accidentally kill your ally
0: or leave them for dead hey, the game is called Left 4 Dead, not stay to rescue people. Mm. (laughs) Mm. (laughs) Just just to go ahead and inform you because I'm pretty sure you're like, what the hell are they talking about? We're actually getting ready to start uh, recording our Left 4 Dead campaigns. And I bought it for her so we can actually play through all of them. And her being a Zelda fan, we found this mod that was called Left 4 Zelda. Uh
2: Uh-oh.
0: And yeah. So we decided to play through it, and the first time we played, we got about three-fourths, and there was something – there was a trap, and it it came out of nowhere, and it actually crushed her, but it left her just lying there, and instead of me being the big, brave gentleman, I ran like a coward the other way. (laughs) Don't worry. That's what I do. It's okay. It's okay. Don't worry. (laughs) I expect more from him, though. I'm sorry
2: and... I found the boss key and you left me there for dead I watched you dance around That's the name uh, of the game though it, That's, that's it, how
1: the game works see,
0: Left it,
2: for no. dead <laughs> He is exactly. so lucky He lives in North Carolina and I live in Michigan I would have beat his ass
0: Oh but Megan <laughs>
2: I'm sorry We're still friends I right? lived in Detroit for two years don't mess with me
1: oh, Damn That's <laughs> that's true that's true, you don't mess with people from Detroit. That's hardcore.
0: <laughs> she 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 will hurt you, bro. Oh, I I wholeheartedly believe it. I've been I've threatened three times a day, so wait. One, two. Yeah, yeah. That that would be the third one right there.
2: Thank you. Thanks, man. I'm at my quota. We're on a roll. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um Man, oh man, oh man. Megan, I don't know what else to ask. I'm pretty much out of questions.
2: Um, I'm looking through, um, what are your thoughts on Mega Man? <laughs> Love it. <laughs> uh,
1: old Mega Man, new Meg. I, I don't think I've played a Mega Man in years, but I still like the old ones.
2: I can oh, say wow. I, we played Mega Man earlier this year, several of them. Actually, uh, maybe two of them made it to podcast because Mega huh. Man has placed a curse on my computer. Sounds
0: about right. The yep. mm-hmm. story goes is that we, um, okay, one of our big things is that Megan's kind of uh, been shielded from her childhood. I was a very sheltered cla- gamer. All the classic games um, she's never played the Mega Man's, the Castlevania's, the Bionic Commandos, some of the Marios, stuff like that. She's never touched, never even seen. Huh. So what we do is we like to go back and, you know, say, hey, here, look, play it. And one of our first podcasts was Mega Man Two, and we recorded for God, five six hours. Us getting through Mega Man Two, and the next day it was all gone, erased, It It's
1: happened to me before. I, uh, I, one of my series that a lot of people liked was Amnesia. And, um, <laughs> There's a, there's a part of that series. I'm not going to say which part just for the sake that I don't want people to like, go look for it, even though I'm sure they will. There's a part of the series where while recording it recorded everyone else but me. And so it's all their reactions, but not mine. And so I honestly believed like, there's no way I can redo this again and get the same honest reactions they had. So rather than re-record the whole thing, I went back, watched the video once, then dubbed over my voice into it, reacting as if I was seeing it for the first time, and uploaded it. And no one could tell the difference, and it's for three whole episodes. No one knew. I didn't say a thing. I'm not going to say which three episodes, but I will say it's three of the ones that people loved the most.
2: Oh, well, now um, I have to go back and search.
1: That's all I'll say. And uh, I was so mad. It was like an hour and a half wasted. But that was like screw it. So I went back and basically it took two or three hours to get every one of those videos redone. But it was worth it, and uh, definitely, I was kind of shocked people didn't notice. So
2: that was was one one of my favorite series.
1: Stuff like that happens. I I can I can appreciate. Oh wow! Yeah, that that was one of my. it
0: it happened three times. Did it? Uh, three or four. Yeah, because we recorded Mega Man 2, and then we recorded Mega Man X, and we, I got to the end and actually beat that one, and we lost all the data for that, and then I- No, no, recording. we saved an hour of it. Yeah, we only we got an hour of it, and we missed everything else for some god-awful nice. reason. And then we went back and played Mega Man X4, and that got erased, and I think we tried playing something else, and that didn't work. Some other Mega Man game, and we didn't- it didn't work. So Mega Man X officially placed a pro, uh, curse- on our podcast and such, um, that's why she asked you how you felt about it. <laughs> it's, it's pretty good stuff. Uh still on you, Megan, because I have nothing else. I'm just here. I'm just kicking it. Chill, Okay. I'm watching um, my Saints Row man gain more well, money. Well,
1: don't. Well, don't. Don't stress too much. because I got to go here in a minute, so don't like freak okay. out too much. About like, oh, I gotta come up with things to talk about.
0: Don't worry, (laughs) (laughs) I've gotta leave anyway. As I was just telling
2: Tony earlier, um, that I would probably, being a child of the '90s and the music, I was more excited now to have you on the podcast than if I was able to meet the Backstreet Boys.
1: What? Oh, I'm
2: flattered. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) So, no, that's what I was telling him, and I. I was told, well, I told everyone not to disturb me, because I was gonna be interviewing legit people. Oh, legit <laughs> people!
1: They they probably thought they probably thought you meant it. And instead, you lied to them.
2: <laughs> you're interviewing me. So, well, actually, um, I have two cats on my lap, so they didn't believe me. Oh, all right, I'm giving well, them away. By the way, if you want one.
1: I I do not want a cat. No. <laughs> Please stop peddling
0: people you, your cats. I don't want them anymore. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I guess this is, since you said that you have to bullet out in a second, I guess this is a good place to stop the podcast. Um, I mean,
2: only because Jesse does 10,000 things. That's true. I actually have to, before 1
1: a.m. tonight on the East Coast, I have to record more Star Wars The Old Republic before the beta closes down.
0: So, Ah, uh, okay, so that's oh. why. Oh, okay, well, we don't want to take up any more of your time. Um... Well, guys, I, I guess that that's about it. First off, thank you so very much, Jesse Cox. Uh, first off, before I leave, is there, me. is there anything else that you want to go ahead and plug? Any new projects that you're working on? Uh, uh-huh. Jessecox.com,
1: J-E-S-S-E-C-O-X, and uh, O-M-F-G-Cata on the YouTubes. That's where you'll find me. And I think we said go to King of Web and vote, vote, vote. Vote for comrade
2: Creeper.
0: Yeah, go to King of the Web, vote for Comrade Creeper. Uh, I can officially say from somebody who have never seen any of your videos, have absolutely no idea who the hell you were until Megan decided that she was going to have you on this podcast, um, you are an amazingly great guy to talk to and you probably just gained a fan and I'm probably going to end up starting watching your videos. You are. Well, that's
1: why I did it. I did it. So <laughs> I was like, you know who I want to watch my videos? <laughs>
2: So, Tony, does that mean I can lift the ban of no longer? Hell long I...
0: no. You cannot But set. I want to sing it! Negative. Um, <clears throat> there's a ban on Comrade Creeper because she annoys the hell out of me. On, um, what? It's <laughs> on what? There's a ban on Comrade Creeper. The song. On Comrade Creeper! <laughs> yes.
2: Also, uh, I'm not allowed to sing Fujimori Pantsu. Oh,
1: well, Jeez. that's that's a problem. Fujimori Pantsu is a pretty great guy.
0: I know, right?
1: If he was here right now, he would be super pissed.
0: I know. <laughs> I'm. I'm sorry. Maybe when no, I watch a couple of more of your videos, I'll lift the man. But I have <laughs> to watch a couple first. Thanks. <sighs> Thanks. Thanks for giving me the benefit of the doubt. <laughs> you're, you're more than welcome, Captain. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm on the team. But anyway, we're gonna go ahead and let you guys uh, let you go. Uh, Megan, do you have anything you want to add? Um, I loved being
2: the one girl in between the two guys. Hey-oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'll sleep good tonight. <laughs> I don't, what,
1: I don't even know what that means that's that's dirty doesn't matter on a dirty note what happened what happened to this podcast
2: <laughs> actually no i'm surprised we didn't get dirtier earlier on
1: this hey. is true hey, i'm a i'm a I'm a gentleman is what i keep telling myself
0: <laughs> oh wow um all right guys i'm Please not a lady you, you are definitely <laughs> anyway um for guys Look up, I'm doing a video on the Resident Evil series really soon. Sonic Legacy is probably going to be put up, and uh, Friday Night Fights is definitely going to get put up. So I want you guys to go ahead and make sure that you keep it locked on here. Check on the uh, our YouTube. Um, check on our Twitter. We're still going to have more stuff. Once again, last time, thank you so much, Jesse, for, for coming on here. Out of your Thank you for having me. Busy schedule. Thank you. I love you. Oh, I love you too. <laughs> <laughs> Megan, do you have anything else you want to add? I'm a happy fangirl. And on that note, we're going to kick it out. So I want you guys to take it easy. And this is Antonio and Megan and Jesse Cox signing off. Bye. Bye.
1: has wow. begun. Comrade Comrade and his chicken. <laughs> Comrade Reaper, right,
2: gonna come for you. Come on, little babies. Comrade Reaper.